0: There are so many things as adults to remember, professional and personal, and so many things that we do on every given day. Some of them have very little importance and some of them have a lot of importance. And so your brain just gets overloaded. So just give your brain a break, give it a chance, and the point isn't
1: how you remember, it is that you remember. The real distinction that I feel like you're making is on something, on a low-impact task, meaning that the task isn't having this huge impact on the business or the relationship. Typically, like just an appointment reminder for your next appointment, that's pretty low-impact. So on a low-impact task, you really shouldn't be putting in a massive amount of... Um, you shouldn't be putting in a massive amount of time and energy for something that's just not going to pay out. Let the technology do it for you. Hello, professionals, and welcome back to the professionalish podcast with myself, Rachel, and with Jordan. And we are so glad you are joining us today. So our topic today—I'm really giving Jordan the lead on this because this is one of her strengths. Um, our topic today is automating your job, and. How to do it, when it's good to do it, and and why, and resources with that. Um, And again, this is this is really Jordan's area of expertise. She has taught me so much in it, so I'm really excited for us to be able to share some of our um, some of our opinions and perspectives.
0: A lot of our episodes tend to be focused on the conceptual of things and i thought why not have an episode that's a bit more tangible so uh, i figured let's talk about automation today so basically i view automation as utilizing a piece of software to help you do your job better and i think that there is a spectrum of ways to implement this. Some are a bit more simple and some are a bit more complex, Um, but I just want to kind of um, talk through why to automate and then give you guys some resources that I use, just software that I use on a day-to-day basis to help me not forget to do things or not spend as much time. So with that being said, Um, I think this really was spurred out of um, a job that I had previously where there was just so much work to do on any given day and any given week, and a lot of it was the same thing. Every week this task, every week that task. And so it's just kind of like iteration one, iteration two, et cetera, Mm -hmm. of the same thing. So a lot of the buzzwords that I remember at that time was like, create the machine and no need to reinvent the wheel on something and so it just got me thinking how do i make my life easier with my day-to-day how do i spend less time on things that that i don't have to spend as much time on there's certain things that yes it's worth the effort and the energy and there's some things that just isn't and so i guess this was kind of built out of a necessity and then it um, really transferred over to my current role And I just, there's a lot of little things to remember with what I do right now on a day-to-day basis. And so automation saves me constantly. So no shame in using this technology. And I would encourage you guys to consider if this could work for you in whatever format you're in and what that would look like. Because it's going to look different for literally everyone. That's kind of, to kind of get your mind go going juices flowing and kind of get a, a paint a background and a backdrop of where this episode is going yes and
1: to kind of like
0: get in that headspace oh of- my gosh it's like the Zac Efron gotta get you get you get you get your head in the game high school music oh you didn't you never really watched high school musical <laughs> you can't see y- my face
1: <laughs> she's it's like so huh? blank. <laughs> what are you <laughs> like- <laughs> talking about and my soul just tied a little bit inside <laughs> I'm like no okay that was like just after my I don't want to say my generation but like time-wise that was like Rachel and I are not that far apart no, in age no. so it just just missed it Re- really just missed cuz I knew it was a big thing on TV You know TV. of it you just didn't watch it I just I was I feel like I was just past that cusp of like when it came out so just didn't interest me but now if you talk about Harry Potter and you disagree with me I'll have to add a, Avada Kedavra you <laughs> So uh, you were talking about you know getting getting in the headspace of automation and how to use it when to use it and i know you like we kind of discussed beforehand some of the tools that we find to be uh, particularly useful and i just want to add in with jordan coming from a background that in a lot of aspects is very different than my work background You know, I came, I come from like a very like sales, customer service background where so much of what you do is people facing and there was in a lot of ways, you know, a limited amount of automation and after working with Jordan, who you come from a background of certain jobs that you've had, it was like a high level, high volume of workload and you ended up having a lot of automation because you had to and some of it was people facing and some of it wasn't. Um, Just having your take on this perspective of, oh, I can automate this. I can automate that. I can make this easier for myself. And in the end, I feel like that, that balance between um, relational and transactional is really just improved all the way around when you are utilizing automation like as far as sales or people facing or customer service. If you're automating the right things and you're automating it in a way that works for you, you can then turn around and really put that time and effort into the relational aspects of your job.
0: And what I just realized is I'm just so used to my kind of career journey that I haven't really thought about it too much that the with this particular job that i had it was a high amount of content and drafting sending out um all sorts and so it i get it went to like external facing things but i didn't have my face in front of people i wasn't building those client relationships and so my kind of role was more so at a desk and typing and publishing, sending, whatever. so creating content? Lots of creating content. And so it took various different forms, but when, to a point, when all you're doing is sending out content, it's easier to automate than trying to figure out, hmm, how do I include automation when it's so client or people-facing?
1: And to that end, like I said before, combining our two backgrounds and me being able to see, oh, wow, she was able to like get that email done so quickly. No wonder she's like flying through these tasks. And I'm sitting here still on my first email and seeing her pull up this email template. And I'm like, well, I feel like a dummy for not even thinking about this. But my background, my background was not, you know, it it is so customer facing that or just people facing that sometimes i think depending on the industry there can that can be a real weakness of okay you're with people all the time so you're not thinking i need to make this a little more transactional a little more automated a little more hands off and um you know something that we hadn't discussed before that just came to mind that i think is a great uh a great tool and something often used in client facing and sales, um, workforces, sales, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Jobs, careers, paths, whatever, whatever, you know, in sales, um, is a CRM, a customer relationship, like management, management. system. How do I know that? Cause I, cause I, cause I, to- I remember teaching you about what that well, is. No, I knew it before.
0: I just, in the moment when you were like, management? versus management and I was like wait do you not know what that acronym stands for because that's I don't know many acronyms that's just
1: one that I do know well I was I feel like the last word should be like a noun and it's not but it's basically a CRM is something that I was introduced to when I was in real estate and other jobs that I've worked have their version of a CRM they just don't call it that but it's it's a way to like track and automate for lack of better words, your, your contact and your relationships with your customers. Cause if you do have repeat customers or you do have, um, you know, certain clients that you need to keep that relationship up with having having something automated that's like, oh, hey, you haven't spoken to Jerry from this company in a month. Why don't you send him an email or a text or you know, ask him to grab some lunch with you so you can keep that relationship up? So um, if you have, I would venture to say there are very few industries where there isn't something automated in some way. But we would love to hear from you on our Instagram, we'll um we'll make a post with this episode of what do you know? What do you do at your job that is automated, and are there any things that you think could be automated that would make your job easier? Help everyone around you share share the the wisdom on that. Can you feel the love tonight? That's what that made me think of. Okay, like share the. <laughs>
0: Like I don't got give the correlation there. Share the but share the love. Let's just sing it into the mic as we go.
1: Share the share the information. Share the love.
0: Well, I my my Zach Efron reference just <laughs> went down the drain,
1: so And that's where my brain is. It's okay. It's okay that we're different. That's why that's it's why we're works. able to do this. Yes, exactly. So moving right
0: along, I wanna just spend a couple of minutes talking about the why behind automation. The first thing that I think of with the Y is, it may, it may be the obvious, it may be the first thing that you guys think of as well, but it's a time saver, it saves you time. So there's more time that you can spend on other things because the computer is taking care of this task for you. You've already done the input, like Rachel said, so that the output is worth your time to not manually do it. So saves you time. Um the second thought that we have is that it can save you a lot of energy. Um for certain customer facing tasks, let's say you need to to let's say you have the task of contacting people via phone to remind them of something like an appointment. You can either spend the time to pull up their contact information, type it into your phone, When the person answers, ask if you can speak to so-and-so, explain who you are, why you're calling, see if they have any questions, maybe have some small talk, and then eventually wrap it up. You've spent a minimum of a couple of minutes and upwards of maybe 10 minutes if you end up having some elongated small talking on this call, but the entire point was to remind them of something, like a logistical thing. So is it worth... 10 minutes of your day and the emotion of managing this conversation for the ultimate goal of communicating logistics. So for a lot of companies, no, that's not worth the time. So instead, there's other things that you can do. And. Because you don't spend that 10 minutes, what if you end up talking to someone, whether they're a client or whoever, who is having a really rough day and so they want to share that with you or they're agitated or whatever. You don't know what emotion you're going to walk into. And so you walk away going, all I was trying to do is remind you of an appointment. And you just <laughs> bore your soul to me. Now I'm exhausted. And it's only been 10 minutes of one phone call. So it's a misuse of your energy in that sense. I have to say that would, that's
1: the kind of phone call that just ruins my whole day. <laughs> well, because
0: you're just kind of like, i for me, I'm like, what just happened? Did they I just, miss
1: something? Did I miss a memo here? They just like emotionally spit up all over you just like an emotional and
0: i i'm just there's a point and especially if you're so there's there's all sorts of different phone call types you can have but when you're simply trying to remind them of something it's just easier to automate it um the third thing that we have is so that you don't forget to do the task it's embarrass. it's not embarrassing but it's like ooh the amount of tasks that i would have forgotten maybe not forever maybe i would have remembered later that day or the next day or whatever but i would have forgotten to do the task if i didn't have some sort of reminder set up in the system for me (laughs) it just helps with memory just all those different reminders is really it's going to set you up for success because you're also not letting your coworkers down, you're not letting your company down. If it has to be with a client, you're not letting them down. It's not
1: worth the stress of forgetting the task, so just do a reminder. Not, not going into a tangent, but just like skimming the surface surface of, we literally have in our current society in the US, we just have so many things pulling us in so many different directions on a regular basis that like, I want to know who of you out there can function without something reminding you whether it's a sticky note or not like I don't know Jordan if you can speak more into
0: there are so many things as adults to remember professional and personal and so many things that we do on every given day some of them have very little importance and some of them have a lot of importance and so your brain is just gets overloaded so, just give your brain a break. Give it a chance. And the point isn't how you remember. It is that you remember. Mic drop. <laughs> I, was like, that's, I was like, going into that sentence, going, I think I know where this is going to go. I like this. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm, I am there with you. It doesn't matter how you remember. Like, other people can hate on your ways. <sighs> what? <laughs> 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 Tell me something earth-shattering. Does that wrap up your? Can that wrap okay. it right, wraps it. it right up like a Christmas present. <laughs> oh, we're off the rails today. We are not mentally odd. Auto- I am not mentally automated. That's why we need. That's why we need automation. <laughs> okay, that's our that's our episode title. Mentally automated. Okay, but... Because- like I was saying before, we're not robots. Like,
0: I just have never heard the phrase "mentally automated."
1: That's I made it. That's because I made it up. Trademark, copyright, because <laughs> it doesn't exist. Because we aren't. We aren't mentally
0: automated. Okay, so to bring this section home, uh, the last and fourth tidbit we have here is why automate so that you can make less human errors. I remember when we were sending out Zoom links and we had so many to get through every single day and it's saying the same thing, but I thought, I thought, oh, I'm not gonna just send out the Zoom link, I'm gonna say, hi, so-and-so, your appointment is at blah, blah, blah time with this person. And that's so much, which is great, but it took so much time and I realized I would misspell things, I would accidentally like put you know the wrong time Obviously, this was before I sent it out, I I noticed um, in time for most of them. Um, But, like, if you're doing that much typing of that many different things, all to basically say, here's your Zoom link, you're going to mess up. You're going to make mistakes for whatever that thing is.
1: And they're probably not even, like, reading it.
0: I mean, all they probably say or see is, like, Zoom link, whatever, Mm -hmm. email notification, and cool, that's all I need to know. So... It, it saves from, like, you're going to, like, mistype it. You're going to put accidentally put in the wrong information. You're going to forget your spot. Where were you? Which person? Which whatever? And that's not the point of the task is to have it so customized for one small, simple, everyday meeting. If you have, like, a major meeting with, like, I don't know, building relationships with the community or whatever. Like, if there's a very important meeting, I'm going to be rereading that content like three times to make sure I don't make some flub and then present ourselves Mm -hmm. badly because that's what you can do. I mean, if you get like – not into the meta, but like if you get kind of on a deeper level here – that's showcasing your company yes that is showcasing your quality of work your quality of services quality of attention to detail how much you you seem to care about the the level of detail and so if you're making all these really
1: small mistakes it doesn't lend itself well so like automating can help you minimize the amount of mistakes way to bring it home yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah swing and I <laughs> got you there um
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's not swing a miss and that's not what it was <laughs> swing but, a hit but that's the thing is it's you're going to mess up because there's there's so much on your plate there's so much in your brain and if you are sending out the same basic thing over and over again at some point as you were doing all that typing you're gonna type something wrong so avoid it it's not worth it there's other things to spend your time
1: on reflect the company well just automate And I think as you're saying that, the real distinction that I feel like you're making is on something, on a low-impact task, meaning the the task isn't having this huge impact on the business or the relationship. Typically, like just an appointment reminder for your next appointment, that's pretty low impact. So on a low-impact task, you really shouldn't be putting in a massive amount of... Um, you shouldn't be putting in a massive amount of time and energy for something that's just not going to pay out. What you tend to say is the whole
0: output and input thing. So if mm-hmm. you're putting some ho- large percentage of input into this task, but the output is a very minutiae task, it's not
1: worth your energy. Absolutely. Like you're talking about... Customizing an appointment reminder email for just a typical appointment—that, frankly, they'll probably just click the link and then delete it. That's not having a huge impact. But if you're talking about someone's first intake or the first time that they're contacting your business or your company or you for whatever reason, that's going to be a big impact thing because that's your initial relational like touch base. That's a that's the first contact. So why waste energy on this minute, low-impact thing when you could be putting your energy into, okay, I don't need to rush this person because I already automated these other emails. You could be really focusing your time somewhere else. Okay, so next we want to talk through some logistics. So, So this is a list that we have compiled. And I think Jordan and I can really speak into that of There are some things that our brains work so differently with to the point of... One of the things that we're gonna talk
0: about is Google Calendar, and I guess Google in general as far as like the Gmail platform, but with how Rachel's brain works, when you're looking into Google Drive and you see all of your different files in there, her brain works best. I don't know what the exact term is. I want, I'm going to say gallery, but when it's just like a bunch of things.
1: Visually, like picture.
0: Her brain is able to narrow in and focus in and zoom in onto the file she's looking for. And so that helps her brain to find the file. If I look into a Google Drive and all I see are just files, I'm like, whoa, like how much is in here? How is it organized? How do I find what I'm looking for? What's the like... Order here and so I have my settings on like the list presentation of it so that I can like okay it's saying this title and that title okay boom 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 I go through a couple of folders or I it's A through Z and I find it from there Um, with that being said the first thing, surprise, surprise, is Google Calendar. What I do, it started off being that I was trying to organize my day to day and my week to week. And so I would put in like check in box at this time, project time at this point, whatever. And then it became to reminders because I was like, you know what? This is, you know, a little ways out and this is on a typical task. I want to help myself remember. So what I do, is so I go into the calendar, create the, I mean, I do event, I don't know if that's the proper way, but for my purposes, it works just fine. And then I put in a reminder and you can do, they have like an auto default thing, and then they have an email. So there's two different formats you can use. And the first one, I think it's more helpful when you're like in the, the calendar app throughout the day, I'm not in my calendar app. It's not just always open. I, I go to it for when I need it. So I put reminders on. You can put it, you can do multiple reminders. You can do 10 minutes out. You can do a day out, etc. And you said these are, I think you're saying the email reminders. These are all, so I, these are email notifications. They come to my inbox and they say, hey, Google Calendar. Here's the event title. And then I do with it what I need to. So that. Um, you can do a one-off you can do recurring I set up and schedule meetings that way so I don't just do one-off tasks I do hey remember to ask someone something or whatever so it can be obviously a variety but I at first I was frustrated with it because I didn't realize there was an email notification part to it and so I was like how am I like I, I live in my inbox so how am I gonna remember if it stays if the notification itself stays in the calendar well I just realized, oh wait, there's a little drop down. <laughs> you can click email
1: and you can click multiple, but you can do all those things to help yourself. You're automating your automation by making sure that you get reminders for your calendar because, yes, I, I'm i using technology
0: to have technology. Tell me something.
1: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me. As far as reminders, so I know you said specifically you, you use your Google Calendar um and I use I guess it's my I iPhone iPad no iCalendar well it just says calendar I think, that's calendar. I, I think ICalendar I think. I use that because I have a MacBook and an iPhone and I do really similar a really similar thing where I set up an event and put well I put multiple reminders The next thing
0: is templates there are a few different types of templates. I came up with three. In the email inbox, when you want to send a very common type of email, instead of literally retyping the same words and the same links and the same whatevers, you literally type all that up one time, you save it as a template, and then when you go to do those very commonly sent emails, you just add in your, like your inbox email template. You have to enable this setting if you're using Google. That is all the email inbox stuff um, you've got for email marketing for all you marketing people out there. Um, what I find is that you generally will have a couple of, again, similar types of emails. And so whether it's a product announcement or out of office closure, um, you could have new employee, new whatever. If there's a lot of these things that happen frequently build yourself a template swap out the name swap out the images so you got your inbox email you got your um, email to go out
1: for your email marketing purposes and as far as email marketing just to like add in from a customer perspective I feel like it's going to be a lot easier if that template stays the same because then you're familiar with it and you're not overloaded and you can really just get that you can get the information and you kind of know what to expect there's basically I guess you could
0: put out this idea of there is a psychology behind it so it's not like a shock to the system of oh why is this new email I don't I don't recognize the look of it you can go oh it's got this color it's got this heading I recognize this I've received one or two of these before I know what I'm getting okay so what do they have to say
1: also known as branding but that's I guess you would say that's like logo and color wise. yeah, but really from from a customer perspective, like I said, it's if it's in the same template every time, you know what to expect. The
0: third thing is meeting agendas. If you know that you have a standing meeting in whatever capacity that looks like and you've got standing recurring items or whatever, just create a template for your agenda and then just type whatever new or whatever comes in, and you don't have to reinvent the wheel. All right, so two down, third one is with Amazon. Um, My coworker found this. I I didn't, I mean, I noticed that it was an option, but I didn't think to actually use it. Um, It is recurring deliveries, and so this is for supplies that are like garbage liners and soap and like paper products, things that are just, their necessities and you're always going to need them just find the product that's your go-to you can do it every week and do it every month i received a reminder that they were officially being shipped like our, our latest supply but i would think that if they ran out they would let you know just have the deliveries just come let the technology do it for you
1: from like that input output perspective minimal input Okay,
0: so the fourth idea is if you have vendors who um, come to your place of business and it's like the cleaning crew or something, have them on a recurring schedule and put that into your calendar. Um, The fifth thing that we have, and I won't go too, too far into this, but when and if you are using Excel spreadsheets or any sort of spreadsheet, use formulas instead of trying to count yourself and bring out the calculator or long addition, that's not a thing, but like, instead of trying to do that for yourself, play in those formulas and that low
1: input for a ton of output. The amount of time. So I'll preface this by saying both of us have worked with people who struggle with automation and technology, and totally understandably, but once I found that the the – specifically the people who do struggle with working with technology or working with automation once they understand how to implement it and how it works it's like just a new day it's just amazing it's what is it, a new dawn that's what i was literally was thinking
0: michael cool it's a new dawn it's, it's a, a new day, day. it's, it's a, new a new life for me,
1: me. <laughs> love you michael <laughs> my google oh my day God. if you're listening <laughs> You don't understand. Like, oh, I literally have like every one of his albums. Love him so much. Legit question Mm -hmm. Does he also write or have songwriters to write like new music or does he only do covers? No, he actually has been straight up on like mainstream radio with several of his songs. Okay. And And they've been really good too. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and so I haven't been listening to a lot of. I don't know if As he's had TV. anything out recently, but yes, he has okay. written, he was known for doing covers, but he, <laughs> but he, I'm laughing because I'm like big <laughs> girling so hard. Um, <laughs> but no, he, he has, I don't know if he wrote it or like, but original music he's performed. We're, New Dawn. We were talking about a New Dawn. So for me in particular, like spreadsheet automation is huge because I work with tons of numbers and percentages and all kinds of stuff like that every day. And when I when I initially took over a lot of the like financial and um, like paychecks type stuff, I changed so much of it. But also now I, I feel like with how I've set up the automation, I feel like I can just pretty easily after relatively little uh, explanation and training pretty easily transfer that to someone else which I think is a huge thing with automation is I don't want to say like I feel like this may not come out particularly nice but the best thing about automation in my opinion is like to some degree like you're replaceable. That task can be if I can automate or streamline that task using automation, then it can be more easily handed off or taken over or transferred to someone else. So maybe I can better focus on where, what makes me irreplaceable or what makes me able to bring lots of value, like setting up, I'm not great at like necessarily the ideas of the systems, that's much more Jordan, but actually setting up um, spreadsheets and things like, things like that.
0: One thing is that you can delegate the tasks to
1: people. Great word. Yes, exactly. Deleg- you can delegate it.
0: All right, so the next thing, when you go to create a template or even like a specific tab in a spreadsheet or a folder in your Google Drive, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera if you simply do copy, like file copy, and then just customize going forward. You've already set up something so pretty, so well, so correctly, just copy it over versus doing every iteration from scratch.
1: Or even just copy and paste. That's still automation, but... Oh, oh, this. sorry, I got super excited. Um, I know we are running out of time, but Control-Z or well, it might be different on not MacBooks. Command
0: Z or Control Command, Z. Mm-hmm.
1: Command Z and Control C.
0: So that's for C as in cat for copy. There's also Z as in zebra for undo, which has also saved me many oh times. My when gosh. you don't realize that you just deleted something and it was really good and you're like, oh, where'd it go? Control Z for zebra. Uh, our next idea is reports. And so basically when you have some sort of database, you can just customize it a little bit and then click go and it's going to spit out whatever that data is and that way you're not literally like counting things up yourself or whatever let it do the work for you
1: and i think on this same end it can be such a broad spectrum so my suggestion as far as reports go try like just look and find out if whatever sort of software or database etc etc whatever you're using if you need to pull some kind of information it's very likely that they will have an option to pull a report you might just have to search for it a bit
0: all right so our eighth thing is bookmarks put a digital bookmark in your computer so what i have been doing is when we have new employees come to the company, I will literally, as one of the initial processes, give them all the URLs of the different accounts that we use on a you know week-to-week basis, and then have them go to that login page and then save that login page. And I didn't know until earlier this year, maybe late last year, that you can make folders for your bookmarks and so, so instead of having like 50 in a row you can categorize and you can just literally go to okay what is this folder this folder is for like i literally have daily i have for like department instead of you trying to remember what what's that url to get to
1: this account you just pull up the bookmark it's like the ugh, the best invention ever for for someone like me who is so visual i really utilize that bookmarks bar because it has I'm like i said super visual so it has the little icons mm-hmm. across the top of that bookmarks bar
0: it has the company logo and so not only do you have the little image to remind you of that account but then if you forget or whatever it will have the first couple of letters or the whole word of that website so that you don't have to like guess you're not Saving the URL as the text that you view, it automatically saves as the company name so that you can see the image, you can see the words, and know which one to look for. Which, fun fact, um, I believe it is called a favicon. A what? F-A-V-I-C-O-N. A, f- a
1: favicon.
0: So apparently per seranking.com, um, the favicon is a small image that represents a website in web browsers. Ah. perfect love it uh we have got three left so we've got a sly dial (laughs) which you can type in some long like a66 or two whatever whatever number and basically Just just google the number I mean, like, so how it works is you like you dial that number and then they prompt you to put in whatever number you're trying to reach. And it skips the ringing part of that call and takes you straight to voicemail so that you can um, hold off in that moment from speaking with them directly and just leave them that message. And um, depending on what your task requires, if it's like, Let's say you work for a smaller organization and you need to tell everyone about like a closure or something instead of literally calling every single person. You could probably even use this for like rec sports teams and stuff. Email is probably the best. I'm trying to think of examples to give you. When using this, if you need to call a large group of people to give the same generic information, that is not anything uh, personal information, not anything that's like, sensitive generic stuff, then there is a way that it may just be a higher subscription than what I'm um familiar with, but you can literally record your generic message. You make sure that you have all the phone numbers typed in. I don't know if you click them all or you could probably batch them depending on. Look at my organization go, (laughs) how do I use this efficiently? Um but basically you figure out how to connect the phone numbers to that message. You click go. You might even be able to schedule it out. And then everyone gets this voicemail with this message, and that just saved you. I mean, depending on how long that list is, and then if some people are like, oh, hold on a second, let me step outside first, or I'm... It skips all of the, like, in between... Not, not that it's white noise, but it skips all of the stuff because the point is, you have a message to convey. Convey the message.
1: 100, yes. 100,000 million percent. I've used it in the past when I need to... Less so less so when i'm trying to reach a volume of people and more so when i'm trying to get something like just a bit of information across to someone quickly or a reminder or anything just trying to get something transactional across to someone and i'm like i just don't have the time or the energy or the like emotional emotional energy to engage with that person or you're going to know that exa- you someone's going to come to mind right away or you have that person where you know if you call them it's going to be like a 15 20 minute conversation oh, sometimes you just don't sometimes you just don't want to talk to them they might be like the sweetest little old person young person anywhere in between and you just you just don't have time that day
0: in closing almost closing this out, so two left. Um, one thing is to do with passwords. Um, with Mac specifically, I don't know if PC has this option, um, but you can, whether it's your first time logging in or maybe your second time logging into to a new website or a new account, it will prompt you to save that login information to just the computer just generally and so that way whenever you go back into that website and you go to log in you can just click which you know it, piece of information you want to input versus trying to figure out what what was my username what was my password did I recently update this I forget so it just you just you click into the field for those two pieces of information it'll have a little prompt of is is this the password that you want to use you just click on that and then you're good to go
1: The number of times that autofill has saved my sanity i know that browsers some of them can do this too i use google chrome so the last thing here is google so basically
0: if there is a type of automation that you need i almost said animation (laughs) there's a type of automation that you need that we haven't addressed that could really help
1: you just go ahead and google it and just see what options come up and give them a try so to wrap up the episode remember decide where your time and energy is best spent and automate the rest if you can find what automation or systems work for you Well, thank you professionals for joining us today for another episode. Uh, If you have any suggestions for future episodes or things that you would like to hear from us, please contact us um, by our Instagram direct messages. Uh, We would love to hear from you. And in the meantime, stay professional-ish.